Eddy B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Hagiga has been dedicated in memory of Hacham Raful Muhaddeb Ben Garaz and Marie Muhaddeb Bat Jamile. Ruah Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Elion Amen. Dedicated by Dr. Isaac and Lily Mahadev Hashem Ishmirim Vihayim Amen. Daf Zayin. Today's daf is being dedicated in memory of Hilfon Ben Regina Malka. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Aiden Amen. Today's daf is being studied Lerlin Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Aiden Amen. Today's daf is being studied Lerlin Shmat. Lerlin Shmat and Niftar. Mikitsuri Amin Vishanim Azra Ben Tune Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Aiden. Vitin Shmatot Rabbi Surahayim Amen. We begin today's daf on Vav Amud Bet and we are right on the bottom line. Tenan Hatam, we learned in the Mishnah Masikat Be'ah. Elu Devarim She'en Lahem Shi'ur. The following items. Armits vote that do not have a shi'ud, they do not have a measurement. <coughs> they don't have a set given shi'ud from the Torah. Hapeah, we know this mitzvah that the farmer has to leave the corners of his field for the aniim. According to the Torah law, <coughs> he can even leave one uh, stalk for the aniim, and that's enough. However, the hachamim put a shi'ud that it has to be at least one sixtieth. Of the produce of the field, right? The Torah did not give it a shiur. Bikurim is the first fruits that a person has to bring to the Beit Hamikdash, to Yerushalayim, to the Kohen. Right? The Torah doesn't say. How much? Right. Uh, the explain which means according to there's no shiur not on the downside not on the upside. He can bring as minimal as he wants, and he can even bring his whole field as bekurim itself. We'll see what the mitzvah reayon is. We'll wait for the gemara. Uh, doing acts of kindness. So the Tosfot points out this is talking about gemilut chasadim begufo. Not with his money, because his money there is a cap. A person cannot spend more than 20% of his money to tzedakah. However, when it comes to gemut hashtim of gufo, bikur cholim, nicham avelim, it's more like that. So there's unlimited. There's no limit from the Torah. In la shiur v'talmud Torah. And of course, when it comes to the uh, study of Torah, person has to study, like the Rambam says, that ematai hayav l'mod Torah ad yom moto, sheneemar ufen yasur umedevabecha kol yeme hayecha vechol zeman shelo yasuk belimud hu shokheach. That's the Rambam in the Chol Tamud Torah, Perek Alef, Hadakha Yud. Which means there's no cap <coughs> or shiur on the study of Torah. Amar Rabbi Yohanan Kasburim Anulamar Hare'ayon Enno Shi'ur Which means when we thought to say that when it says Hare'ayon Enno Shi'ur Lema'la Which means there is no cap on it uh, On top Which means you can bring as many Korban Ola When a person goes up to Yerushalayim And Mitzvah V'Liyah On the holidays You can bring as much as you want Aval Yesh Lo Shi'ur Lema'ta But we thought that there is a Shi'ur Lema'ta Which means Minimum ma'a kesef or shte ma'a shte kesef machloket bet shemay betelel that we thought was the shiur menat Torah. Hachibar Rabbi Oshaya Berbi until Rabbi Oshaya Berbi came. Berbi means he was a great rabbi. Berbi means he was the gadol ador. Vilimed and he taught that ayon en lo shiur lo lemala velo lemata. There is no cap, not lemala, not lemata, which means there's no 
maximum and there's no minimum when it comes to, from the Torah that is, how much a person has to spend on the mitzvah of Re'iyah. Olat Re'iyah however, Amru Achamim, Ha'riyah Ma'achesef, Ha'gigah, Shtechesef. Ha'chamim came along and said, they put a minimum to it. What's the minimum? Re'iyah Ma'achesef. It is a uh, one kesef, uh, right? Aval Ha'chamim Rashik, Lomar, Shi'ur Ma'achesef, Ushtechesef, Abul B'Mishnatenu, B'Riyah B'Hagigah, B'Divrei Ha'chamimu. Aval Amru Ha'chamim Gertzina. For all those Shi'urim, Amad Rabbanan, like we said in the Torah, there is no Shi'ur. <coughs> Comes the Gemara and continues. My Ayon. What does it mean when it says Ayon? What is this? Uh, if, if we're just talking about the Korban Re'iyah, so it just would have said Re'iyah. But the Re'ayon implies it's talking about something else. Rashi, my Re'ayon. Velotana Re'iyah. Televe mashma deme ola. Which would mashma the money that you're paying for the Korban Ola. The Ilu Ashta Lambidamim mashma. Ilu Bemizvat Re'iyat Panim. Re'ayon mashma is the Mizvat to be seen. Nothing to do with the Qurbanot. So the Gibbara says, Maya Rayon Rabbi Hanan Amar Riyat Panim Ba'azara. So Rabbi Hanan explains it, the being seen in the Azara. Rashi, Kama Pamishu Hafetz, Ba Umare Atmo Ba'azara, Ben Sarikh Rabbi Qurban, the Kol Riyad Riyah. Which is many times on the holiday, he wants to come be seen in the Azara, in La Shi'ur. He can come as many times as he wants, and he does not have to bring a Qurban. Each time that he comes to the Azra of the Takish Amar, the Iyad Panim be Korban. Which means that every time he comes to the Azara, he has to bring a Korban. So when it says in the Shi'ur, which means every time he comes to the Beit HaMikdash on the holiday, the Azara, Kotri Shakish, he has to come with a Korban. That means every single, every single time. <coughs> so the Gabbara says, on the Ikar day of the Regal, which is the first day of the Regal, everybody agrees, Ri'iyat Panim Bekorban, which means as many times as he comes to the Azara on the first day of the holiday, that she's language, Sarikh, Lavi, Korban, Al Kol Pam, Vepam. That's no Mahlok in the Bihar Mirish Lakish. Keep Perege, Bishar Yemota Regal. The Mahlok is on Holom Red. Kolecha, De'ata, Ve'aiten. Also, whenever he comes on Holom Red and he brings a Korban, Kolam, Alo Perege, De Mekavdin, and Mine. Everybody agrees, will accept it, which means he has has a right to bring it, and there's no problem of baltosif, uh, of bringing an extra korban, which means uh, the korban will be accepted. So what's the issue over here? Kipaligi de'ata velo'ite. The Ba'alok is if he comes to the Azara during Holomar, and he doesn't bring a korban. The Bihanad Savar, Iyad Panim Ba'azara. He says, no, that this Iyad Re'ayon means being seen in the Azara. Dekhol emat de'ate lo tzarikh la'atuyeh. That any time a person comes to the Azara, he does not have to bring a korban. Nishtakish Amar, Iyad Panim Bikorban. Dekhol emat de'ate tzarikh la'atuyeh. Nishtakish says, every time he comes to the Azara, he actually has to bring a... Korban as well. So comes the Gibran says, Eti Takish Rabbi Hanan. So now the Gibran is going to ask some questions uh, against Rabbi Hanan. So Rishtakish says to Rabbi Hanan, Velo Yirauf Anairekam. Oh, what do you mean? The Pasuk says that you cannot be seen empty handed, which is Mahatma every single time that you come up to the Azara, you have to bring a Korban. So how can you say, uh, Rabbi Hanan, that you only have to, you don't have to, you don't bring. Every single time you come, you have to bring a korban. Amar le bi'ikar haregel. Yeah, that's talking about the first day of the holiday. V'loiru panai rekam bi'ikar haregel. Ikar haregel is the first day. Comes the Gemara and says, Eti beg. Gemara is from another brayta. Against the Bihanan. V'loiru panai rekam. Right, the pasuk says, and you should not come empty-handed. Now, with what? Bizbachim ataomer. This is referring to zivachim. Zivachim means animals that are slaughtered with a knife. 
as opposed to a bird that the Kohen slaughters <coughs> with his finger, right, with the nail, that or minha. Okay, when it says velo yiro panai dekan, the Gemara is being doresh. It has to be with a zevah, that is an animal. So the Gemara says, "Ata omer bizbachim, o eno ela beofot uminachot." Maybe you can bring ofot and minachot. How do you know zevachim? Vedinu. So we will learn a uh, a law. Neemra hagiga lehidyot, veneemra liyal gavah. We know the law of hagiga is brought. By the, for the hijot, which means the person brings the korban hagiga for himself, he eats from it. We know we have to bring korban olat for Hakadosh Baruch Hu for Hashem the gavoa. Ma hagiga mural lehijot zevachim, just like the hagiga that's brought for personal benefit comes from the zevachim. After yah mural gavoa zevachim, so do the ami the the korban that's written by the olat should be a zevachim. Rashi neemra hagiga beregel lemaachal. Hidyot. Okay, that's referring to the personal uh, benefit that a person eats. V'neemar le'iyab le'gabawa. Te'alo yiru panay dekhtib mashu l'tzurki ani sho'el. When God says, V'lo yiru panay dekam, it's much of the korbani have to bring us for God. So the korbani you bring for personal use, we know has to be a zevach. How do we know that? Because the pasuk says, V'lo yalin helev hagi ad boker. Do not leave over the fats of the korban hagiga until the morning. Now only behemot have fats. A bird does not have fats. So we know what hagiga has. As, uh, must be a zevah. Velo yalin halev hagi from the word halev. And then, just like a hagiga must be a zevah, so too all that riyah must be a zevah <coughs> itself. Uma in zevahin, right? And what is this? Uh, what is it? It's uh, zevahin. Olot. This means first to a korban. Ola. Ata omer olot o enu ela shilamim. Well, uh, maybe yeah, maybe it's zevahin, but maybe the olat, maybe the riyah that you have to bring is not ola. Maybe the re'iyah that one has to bring is shalamim. Who told you that's olat re'iyah? So give us vidinu. No, I'll prove it to you from vidin again. Neemra hagiga lejot v'neemra re'iyah legavoa. Right, we have a law, hagiga brings brought by the individual, and we know that the korban re'iyah is for hakadosh baruch hu. Ma hagiga moral lejot berau'i lo. Just like the hagiga is befitting to the person that's bringing it, for him, meaning it's edible. Af re'iyah moral legavoa berau'i lo. So too, the re'iyah that's to has to be befitting to God. What's the Qur'an befitting to God? It all goes on the Mizbayah. The Hagigah is for the person. Therefore, you eat from it. The re'iyah is for God. Therefore, it goes all on the Mizbayah. So we're proving, number one, it has to be a zevah. Number two, it has to be an ola. Ve'chen bedin. And another deen will tell you why it's true. She'lo yeshulchancha maleh ve'shulchan rabbecha rekam. That what? Your table shouldn't be full. And the table of your master is going to be empty. Question mark. Now where's the question from this long Braita? The question is actually from the first opening line of the Braita. The Braita said, Velo yirau panai rekam. Right? Etibe. Velo yirau panai rekam. You can't come empty hand. And the Braita went on just to prove what are we talking. It's talking about an ola. And it's talking about a zevachim, uh, and therefore that's uh, that's the question. What's the question? Every single time you have to bring a korban against the Yohanan. Meaning it's talking about the first day. So the Rebbe Ego asks the question. So why is this brighter? Any stronger than the first question? Which he basically asked the same question twice. The first question was, "Ah, oh, v'loyro parai dekam." And the Gemara answers, "Not be karanegel." The Gemara says, "Oh, 
etime veloir opanay dekam. But all the proofs, it's got to be zibachim, it's got to be a korban ola. Over bottom line, it's veloir opanay dekam. Give it a hint, not be cut at it. Let's talk about the first day. Why is the bride any stronger than? Uh, we, we said uh, the first question. So uh, the Mefarshim uh, over here answer, the Siyah Yitzhak says that it's really the question is coming from the end of this Braita, from the statement, Shelo that your table should not be full and the table of your master should be empty. Which means this is a Sevara that. Since all week long, we know there's a mitzvah for a person to bring shalmei simha. Just he has to have meat, because he has to have meat on the holiday, whatever he's eating. So therefore, the Gemara is saying, it doesn't make sense. If during the whole course of holiday, you're bringing korbanot for yourself, shalmei simha, so it makes sense every time you come to the hazara during the holiday, you have to bring one for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, your table's going to be more full than the table of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the question was from that Severa, Shelo Yeshul Hanecha Malev Shulchan Rabbecha Reka, meaning all week long you're bringing Shalmei Samha. What, and all that, you just bring one? Doesn't make sense. Ela must be the Shlakish is right. That every time you appear in the Azar, you have to bring a Qur'an. Also, now we have to understand the answer. So what's the answer? Break out of there again. So the Siyah Yisraq says that according to the answer, the Bihanad is really saying, listen, we're comparing Hagiga to uh, the Qur'an Ola. And really the, the Hayyub of Qur'an Hagiga is really one day. So therefore you don't have a problem of Shiloshi is also on the first day. So the is on the first day as well. So therefore you have no uh, proof, I'll tell you that this deen Panarikam is talking about Ikara Regal, first day, which even if you agrees. When you come on the first day, as many times as you show up to the Azari, you have to bring a Qurban, Ola. But past that you do not have to. So that's the Gemara's understanding. Comes Gemara further and says, <coughs> We have a question. We have to add the words. So again, this is a question again. No. Same direction. to Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yudah says, Shalosh Regalim Bashanan Yistavu Yisrael La'alot Beregel. Three times a year, B'nai Yisrael were obligated, commanded, that is, to come up to the Regel. B'chag HaVasot, B'chag HaShavuot, B'chag HaSukot, V'endid In Hatsa'in. The first law the Brayta says is, you cannot come up B'Hatsa'in, in a manner of halfway, in halves. We'll wait for the Gibbara to explain what this means. Ended in Hatsa'in. Mishum Shleimar, Kol Zechudecha. Means Kol. You have to go up with everybody. You can't go up uh, in the way of Hatsa'in, in the way of Hef. Ve'ended in Rekanim. Oh. And you cannot be seen empty handed. Mishum Shleimar, Velo Yeropanai Rekam. Oh, so it's a question according to the Bihanan. Again, for Zmashma, when it says Ve'ended in Rekanim, meaning anytime. Here already, it's the time you have to go up for the regal. It's mashma, you have to be there the whole week. And therefore, whatever you're going to be seen, has to be seen... Uh, you have to be seen with a kurban. Why can't we ask the same question we asked on the second bright now on the third one? Again, the Gemara is assuming over here that this bright of ended Ibn Karim is not just repeating something that we know already from another Braita. This is telling you Hidush. The point is, ever, whenever you go. 
Amar Lez, what does Rabbi Hanan answer? Same answer, Be'ikar Anegez. That's basically Rabbi Hanan's answer throughout the Gemara. The only time you have to bring the Korbanot is on Ikar Anegez, the first day of the holiday. Now we go the other direction. Etibe Rabbi Hanan Shakish. Now Rabbi Hanan goes against Shakish. Yir'eh, Yir'eh. That famous Dirasha, the Torah writes it, Yir'eh. But we read it, Yir'eh. So the Gemara says, Ma ani bihinam, af atim bihinam. Just like when God comes to see us, right? He comes empty-handed. He doesn't bring anything. He doesn't bring a korban to us. So too, atim. When you come to see me, what does God say? Bihinam. Yir'eh, When God comes to see us, he doesn't come with anything. No, bihinam. He doesn't bring anything. So too, Yira'eh, when you come to be seen, you can come empty-handed. Ah, so it's like, how could you tell me that every single time you have to come, you have to bring something? That our appearance is like God's appearance. When God appears, He doesn't bring anything. So there's times during now that we can appear and we don't have to bring anything. So I could just like, you say every time you have to pay, you have to bring this question caused the B, the Shakish, to retract. Mm-hmm. And therefore we have to revamp now the Shitot. It's a rejection of opinion. If a person comes to the Azar and doesn't bring the Kulama lo pelige, the Ayil lo Everybody agrees, he can go in, the Ayil, he can go to the Azara, he can be seen, the Rafiq can go out. Which means everybody now agrees, you do not have to bring a Qurban every single time one appears in the Azara. Kipalige, where's the argument? De ata the aite. The mahluk in is where he came to the azara and he brought. The biyuchanad damariyat panim ba'azara. When he said that, that when he said in masakat pe'ah, the ayon means being seen in the azara. The yat panim who de'en la shiur ha korban yesh la shiur. Oh, the korban itself has a shodef, but we don't. We don't accept it. The Rishakish Amar, Rishakish says, the Iyad Panim Bekorban, the Afilu Korban Nameh in the Shi'ur. Which is Rishakish will say, no, you want to bring more uh, Korban, you have the right, but it's not obligatory. So basically, according to the Maskana uh, over here of this uh, Gemara, according to the Rishakish, you don't have to bring either. You can go during the holiday and you don't have to bring at all. The question is, if you want to bring. Ah, so Rabbi Hanan says, you can't, because there's no room for this Qurban. Whereas according to the Shlakish, if you want to bring, you can. Now there's a, um, it seems from the uh, Tosafot, that this is even referring to over here, on the first day. Which is according to the first way of learning this Gemara, we said, on the first day everybody agrees, every time you show up, you got to bring. Tosfot says, according to the maskana over here, the Bi'anan saying, even on the first day, you only bring once, the first time you show up. After that, even on the first day, you don't have to constantly, you cannot bring any more korbanot. So that's a, also a fallout from the first opinion. So there's two major differences between what we just saying now and what we said earlier. First we said, according to the first opinion, like he says, you have to bring now we're saying, no, it's not mandatory, you can bring. And according to the first Yitav, we said that Hanan said he agreed on the first day, the man, how many times you show up, you have to bring a Qurban. Now we're saying, no, that even on the first day, the Hanan said, you bring one Qurban the first time you show up, and that is it.
Shi'ur means amount of times. It's not referring. It's Correct. And the Ayon over here, according to the Yohanan, and the Shakis referred to how many times you can chop in the Azarah. It's unlimited amount of times. But how many Kurbanot you bring, according to the Yohanan? One. According to the Shakish, according to the Shakish, you can bring uh, as many uh, as you want. But even the Shakish will tell you, you don't have to bring. For that, the Gemara asks a question. Gemara says. Limit your uh, legs from coming to your uh, friend's uh, house because maybe he's going to be satiated from you and he's going to come to hate you. Simply, Shalom is saying, you know, don't overstay your visit. You're welcome. After a while, the guy's going to get tired of you, and he's going to come to hate you. But they're saying over here that Re'acha is referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Pasuk is really saying, limit your visitations to the Beit HaMikdash with Korbanot, because uh, God might come to get uh, satiated from you. Also, what do we see over here? That what? Shemua Melech is saying, not every single time you come bring Korbanot. You shouldn't bring a uh, Kumbas, so that's a question against Bishnakish. Because Bishnakish is saying you can bring a Kumbas every time you show up. Kumbas says, no, Atam Bahataot Bashamot. What type of Kumbas is that referring to? With Kumbas of sinners. Kumbas Hatat, Kumbas Hashab. In that, no. Shalom saying, listen, don't keep on making sins and keep on showing up with another Kumbas. Eventually, Mordan uh, is going to be uh, tired of that, so to speak. So then, but when it comes to Kumbas of Olatri, uh, yeah? Bring as many as you want. That's, uh, we're not talking about that. Because Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Levi, Levi brought a contradiction in Pesukim. What Pesuk says, Right? Limit your exposure to the house of your friend. But another Pesuk says, I will come to your house with Olot. So it's mashma that it's positive to bring many Korbanot. It depends. When it comes to Korban Olot, which means a voluntary Korbanot, or Korban Ola, which owes Legavo, it's not for sins. Bring as many as you want. Come every day. It's referring to Maybe it's even referring to Olot Ushlamim. When the Pasuk says, I will come to your house to bring Korban Olot and fulfill my vows, Hare Olot Ushlamim Amur. We see Olot Ushlamim already has said, and it's a positive thing. And that is the conclusion of the uh, Gemara. Comes the Gemara and continues. They ended in Hatsain. Now we have to try to explain what that Braita meant when it said ended in Hatsain. You don't, you cannot be seen in halves. So Sabar of Yosef Lememar, man di itle asara banim, lolisqua idana hamisha umahar hamisha. He thought it means like, let's say you have ten children, right? So you shouldn't bring up five of them on the first day to bring the Qurban uh, Ola, right? To fill the Mizvah of the Iyah, and then bring five of them the next day. You have ten children, you got to bring them all up on the first day. Now, for sure, Rashid points out, you didn't have to tell me that if you have ten children, that all of them have to go up. And Enderim Hatsin is not coming to tell you that you can't just bring five out of the ten. 
Because the pasuk says zehurecha. Every zakhar has to go up. So for sure, there's no have I all ten have to appear. So the hadus of Enid ibn Hatsain, originally Rabbi Yosef thought to men that you're not allowed to split them up. You have ten kids, you got to bring one on day one. You can't bring five on day one for the Quran, because you do have Teshlumin. If you don't bring it on day one, so you can't split them up. So the Gibbara, but that can't be. Amar Lev Abaye says, Peshita. What do you mean? That's Pashut. Which children are you going to make poshim? And she's lazy people. And which children are you going to make zealous? Which means those that come on the first day, they're zirizim. Those that come on the second day are poshim. So what do you mean? Uh, I need halakha to tell me that uh, they all have to come on day one. Of course. No, a father's allowed to say, well, you guys are coming tomorrow. You're making them pushy, making them lazy. So for sure, I don't need a hindush to tell me you can't split up the kids. I mean, that everybody has to show up on day one. So the Gemara says, Also, oh, what's the pasu coming to teach me? What is this? Coming to teach me? That's a person that collects dung of the dogs. Either for medicinal purposes, an Abam learns, or he's doing it for tanning the leather. Somebody that mines uh, copper. Somebody that works in the tannery. They're exempt from the mitzvah of the iyah. What's the common denominator between all these people? They smell. Only people that are able to go up with all the members of Yisrael. They can't go up with everybody. They can only go up but with themselves. And therefore, that's the way Ahalim is understanding the derasha of that somebody that can only be seen in a small group that cannot be seen because like these guys that smell, so therefore they are exempt. Now that's the way that she understands this Gemara. He does bring a, another shita from his friends. He says that they wanted to learn that this has got nothing to do with the derashah of Hatsain. The Gemara is bringing a new derashah with Ahirim explained what Kozekurekha means, nothing to do with Hatsain. So that she has two questions on that. Then what does Hatsain mean? The Gemara just leaves us uh, hanging. And secondly, it's not the style of a Gemara to start off, Savar of Yosef Lememar, he thought to say this, in the interpretation of Hatsain, and then, when you're answering the real Pshat, you forget the Dirashah of Hatsain at all. Meaning normally the Dirashah would be, he thought to say this, is the interpretation, and the Gemara says, this is indeed the interpretation. So therefore, as she says, that cannot be true. The Gemara is going back on what Hatsain means, and we have to explain it means that these people cannot go up with all Gliyas, so they can only go up partially in groups, and that's Hatsain, and therefore they are exempt. It's very interesting to note that Harambam, in the laws of Hagiga, when he's talking about those people that are obligated in the mitzvah of Hagiga or the Iyah, I should say, going up to the Regal, he says, the Mekamets and the Mesrif Nehoshit and the Bursi are Hayav to go up on the Regal. They just have to take a shower, bathe themselves, change their clothes, and go up. So the Kesel Mishneh says, what do you mean? Well, we have a Kabbalah over here that says they're exempt. So the Kesel Mishneh brings two answers down. One answer he says is that, yeah, this is only going like Ahirim. Ahadim must be an individual opinion. Mm-hmm. Must be Rabbanan argue. Otherwise, why don't I say Ahadim Umim? That's a Da'at So it must be there's a, some, somewhere an opinion out there of the Hakamim, which is the majority, that argue in Ahadim, and they say even the Mekamets, and even the Bursi, and even the Mesif Hashem. So Haram Bab is going like 
the opinion that argues against these uh, Ahirim. Then he brings on the Marikurkus. The Marikurkus wants to say like this. No, he's going like Ahirim, because that's the only shita we see on the subject. But what? The Hiddush of Ahirim is in the state that they're in, they cannot go up. So what do they have to do? Take a shower, take their clothes off, and go up. And the Muhammad is forsake like Ahirim. All Ahirim was saying, if, 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 they, if they can't uh, shower, and they can't clean themselves, that's the only way they're in, they're exempt. But look at the Hila. Make yourself that you don't smell, don't to go up with. All Christ says of Anambam is being forsaken like the Vraita indeed. And now we go to the next Mishnah. Next Mishnah, Olot Bamoed Baot Minacholim. Okay, Olot Bamoed, that's the Korban Ola that they bring on Hola Moed, Baot Minacholim. Now, let's discuss a halakha outside. Any mandatory korban that one has to bring has to come from regular monies, as opposed to bringing it from ma'asir shini money. Ma'asir shini money is a person has money that uh, from his ma'asir shini. Let's say uh, he had um, piles of wheat, stacks of wheat for ma'asir shini. What do you do with ma'asir shini? you got to bring it up to Yerushalayim, eat it in Yerushalayim. He can't take all his money, all his wheat up to Yerushalayim, it's too heavy. So what does he do? He redeems it. He puts the Yerushalayim on the money. Now what do you do with this money? You go up to Yerushalayim with the money, and you buy food, and you eat it in Yerushalayim. So the question is, can I use Ma'asir Shani money for Korbanot? Well, you can, so long as those Korbanot are not mandatory Korbanot. But you can't fulfill your mandatory Korban with money that already is earmarked for Ma'asir. I can't take one obligatory money and use it for an obligatory Korban. So the Hadush of the Mishnah is Olot Bamu'edni. Olot that are brought on the hal that is referring to the Olat Ri'ah, Ba'ot Menachudin. They can only come from Hulin money, mean non sacred monies. Now, the Gemara is going to have to answer a question uh, what does it mean over Olot Bamu'ed? You don't bring the Korban Olat Ri'ah on Hulam you bring the Olat Ri'ah on the first day of the holiday, on Yom Tov. So this word Bamu'ed needs to be understood why the Mishnah chose to discuss bringing the Olam Bamu'ed. Now we agree you do have a makeup if you didn't bring it on the first day. But that would imply, yeah, that the Olot that you bring on Hulam Mu'ed, they have to come from Hulin money. Why? And if I decide to bring the Olam Yom I can bring it from Ma'asir money? So the implication over here is uh, problematic. That would be the Gemara's first question. Vashilamim min Ma'asir. Okay? When it comes to the command Shalamim, which we're assuming the Gemara is going to say, it's referring to the Shalmeh Simha, not the Hagiga. Shalmeh Simha is really optional. If a person doesn't have meat to supplement the uh, food for all, they didn't bring Shalmeh Simha, so that can even come from Ma'asir money. Okay, so that's the first two Alachot. Comes the Gemara and says, Yom Tov Adishon Shil Pesach. The first day of Pesach. Meaning Yom Tov Adishon. Bet Shammai Omrim Menacholim. Bet Shammai says that we bring the Korban from Hulin money. Bet Elel Omrim Menamaser. And Bet Elel says we bring it from Maser. Now they're talking about the Korban Hagigah. The Hagigah that's worth on the first day of Pesach, like every holiday. So Bet Shammai says, bring it from the Hulin. And Bet Elil says, you can even bring it from Ma'asid. Now, uh, the Kamara's question is going to be, first of all, what are you picking Pesach over here? Which means the first day of any holiday. First day of Sukkot also you have a Kurban Hagiga. The first day of Shavuot you also have a Kurban Hagiga. Why did the Gemara choose the first day of 
Pesach? That's the first question. And the second question we're going to have to understand is, what does it mean, Betelir says you can bring it from Ma'asir? L'cha'orah, the Hagigah is mandatory. If the Hagigah is mandatory, how can you bring it from Ma'asir Sheni? Money. When we understand, Betelir says it has to come from the Cholin. So that's a question the Gemara is going to have to analyze as well. Why did it pick Pesach? Yom Tov Rishon, and what does it mean? Betelir says you can bring it from Maaser money. Seemingly, it's davar shebechoba. Good. Comes the Mishnah continues. Yisrael yutzin yedei chovatam bendarim ubenedabot ubmaaser behema. Now, we know the whole holiday. The pasuk says v'samachta bechagecha. En simcha ela bebasar. That the simcha manifests itself by eating basar. What type of basar? Basar korbanot. And therefore, a person has to make sure that he has the basar of korbanot. Now, which type of korbanot? Or really any type of korbanot. Not necessarily korbanot that were brought as shalmeh simcha. But let's say a person in the course of the year made a neder. I'm making a vow, I want to donate 50 korban shalamims to the Beit HaMikdash. Right? For whatever reason, he made a neder. Now he goes up for the neder, he brings these korbanot. He could use the meat from those korbanot of nedarim or nedabot, donations that he brought, to supplement his meat and use it to eat on the... How? You don't have to bring it specifically for Shalmei Simcha. He can use the Darim, for that matter, Ma'asir Behemah. What's Ma'asir Behemah? We know the law is, person has a herd, the tenth animal, he has to brand it, and bring it up as a Korban. He gets, he gets to eat from that meat. So the Hidush is, he's able to enjoy that meat as well for the Regal. Ha'kohanim b'chatot v'ashamot. Kohanim have a little more uh, uh, leverage. In the sense, they're allowed to eat from the korban chatat and the korban asham. People are going to come up on the holiday, right? People have sinned during the course of the year. So many chatot were being brought on the regal. Right? Once he's in Yerushalayim, he might as well uh, settle, his, uh, settle his bills. So he pays the chataot, korban, and that's what. But the kohen can eat from them. So the kohen can use the meat of chatat and asham for his food on the regal. Ubebechor. Right? Kohen also gets the uh, pieces of the animal of the Bechor, right? The, the animal, the Bechor, the firstborn. And for that matter, the Matanot Keuna. He gets the chest of the animal, the Shok is the, the thigh of the animal. He eats them from all the Korbanot. But he's not Yotse with Ofot and Menachot, like we learned earlier. Right? It has to be an animal that has Halev, and that's not an Ofot, and certainly not. Benachot. Okay. Comes the Gemara and says, "Ela olot b'moed hunte ba'ot menachodin." You said in the Mishnah, the olot that you bring on hola moed has to come from holin money. Implication: Habi yom tov mina ma'asir. But if I decide to bring the olat riyan yom tov like I'm supposed to. Then I can bring it from Ma'asir money? That's the implication. Kabbalah says, that's not so. Amai, davar shemechobahi. Bringing the olat riya is mandatory. Bechol davar shemechobah, eno ba'ela menacholin. Now, vichi tema kamashma do'olot ba'mu'ed ba'ot be'yom tov enam ba'ot. Maybe you'll tell me, that's Fadush in the Mishnah. That the olat riya is not brought on yom tov rishon. It can only be brought on cholam mu'ed. And there's an opinion like that. But that opinion is Bet Shammai. Bet Shammai says, when the Pasuk is telling us that uh, you're allowed to uh, have Ochem Nefesh, the Pasuk says, Lachem. So he's Doresh. Hu lebado yaseh lachem, lachem velo legavawa. Which means, you cannot bring Qurban Ola on Yom Tov according to Bet Shammai. And maybe that's Hanush the Mishnah. Maybe the Mishnah is telling me that what? 
olot habaot b'moed, because they're dafka brought on the moed. They cannot be brought on Yom Tov, alibad debet, shamay. Only problem is, that means you're making the Mishnah, bet shamay. We wouldn't want to do that. So that's the Kabbalah's question. Keman, ke bet shamay? <laughs> what do you want to make? The Mishnah like bet shamay, ditnan, bet shamay omrim, mevi'im shilamim. Well, on Yom Tov you can bring korban shilamim. What's the logic? Because you have achilah from it. That's considered okhil I eat from that korban, therefore no problem. Ve'en sumchim alehim. But Bet Shemai says you cannot make simicha, meaning press your hands on the animal, on Yom Tov. Why? He says it's Yisud Rabbanan, you're being mishtamesh bebehemah. You're not allowed to use a behemah, leaning on it is considered, simicha is considered using the animal. So what does Bet Shemai say, the simicha, make it the day before? He also holds that you don't have to have tekef the simicha shahita. He says you can do the simicha the day before Yom Tov, and then just bring the shelamim on Yom Tov. However, avalo olot. Olot bechlal you can't bring. Why? Lachem velo legavoa. You can only bring animals that you cannot benefit, eat from, but not olot. O betelel omrim mevi'im shelamim ve'olot. Betelel says you can first of all you bring shelamim and you can even bring olot. Now what's the logic of betelel? Why you can bring olot? So we'll see that she v'somchim alehem and you can also make semicha. So Halil is lenient on both aspects. Number one, he's lenient like olot on Yom Tov, and he's lenient as well like Simicha. Let's read Rashi. Rashi dibura matchil. Avalo olot. Third wide line. Right? That's the shita of Bet Shammai. En mivim klal. Desfira lehu le Bet Shammai lachem. Oh, now Bet Shammai we should point out holds you can't bring the Qurban Tamid or that Tamid and Qurban Musaf even though it's also the then we have another derasha that says Bemo'ado so again Bet Shammai holds you can't bring the Olat Tamid on Yom Tov and you can bring the Olat Tamid and the Musaf on Yom Tov ah it's Lagavawa derasha Bemo'ado anything has a set Time. Well, that three, yeah, doesn't have a set time. You can bring it on the first day, you can bring it on the, the next day as well. Mm-hmm. So therefore, in that case, Bet Shammai says you have to push it off. But according to Bet bring it and make Semicha. Next Rashi. Bet Shammai was coming back two days. Was the first day and the second day? You come back the first day, mm-hmm. and you come back so, so that's the question. The Gemara's question is like this. You just told me in the Mishnah. Olot habaot b'moed. You know what the Hadush of the Mishnah is? That the Dafka come on the Moed, alibad the Bet Shammai, because you can't bring it on the Yom Tov, because Olot cannot be brought on Yom Tov. The Gemara says, that's the Mishnah. That's alibad the Bet Shammai. We don't want to make the Mishnah alibad the Bet Shammai. We'd rather make it like Bet Elil. So the Gemara says, well, the only way to do it is Hasurim Behsana. You have to say the Mishnah was actually missing some words. And now let's read the new revised edition of the Mishnah. Baki Katani. Olot nedarim venedavot bamoed baot biyomtov enam baot. When it comes to nedarim and nedavot, korban ola, that cannot be brought on yomtov even according to Betelil. Why? Because who told you to bring it on that day? Bring it the next day. There's no obligation to bring them specifically on that day. 
Masha'inkin olat ri'iyah, the Torah wants you to bring it specifically on the first day. There's a preference of the first day more than any other day. So therefore there's a difference. Olat ri'iyah, inkin ibn yom tov, afil libet alil. Why bring it that day? Bring it the next day. Masha'inkin olat ri'iyah, so ve olat ri'iyah, ba'a afilu biyom tov. I'm explaining to you why. Because what the Pasuk says, ve'hagotem oto, that's mashma. The Rashi says, on the first day when you come to celebrate, bring the korban. Good. Oh, and when you're bringing it, Very good. And when you're bringing it on day one, it is only brought from Hulin. So right away the Mishnah is adjusted. Olat nedarim v'nedavot b'mo'ed. Olat ri'iyab b'yom tov. Perfect. Now, when it comes to the Shamis, well, that's a supplemental Qurban for the holiday. That can even come from Ma'asir because it's not mandatory. Why is it not mandatory? Because if a person has uh, meat from other Qurban, he doesn't bring the Shamis Simcha. So then we can even use Ma'asir Shili money for it. When it comes to the Qurban Hagiga of the first day of Pesach, Bet Shemay Omrim Menachodin. Okay, we understand that. Because it's the Bar Shemechobah. Right? Behagotem Oto. That's nothing to do whether you have meat or not. You have to bring a Qurban Hagiga. Bet Tidil Omrim Menachodin. Now, what's the logic of that? So the Gemara is going to explain uh, that it's talking about not that it can come from all Chobah monies, but you're able to, I mean, not all Maaser monies. You're able to combine monies. You can take some monies of Maaser with monies of Hodin and mix the monies together and buy an animal. So it's not straight Maaser money. That was our question. I can just spend it on Maaser money. It's going to say, it's some the case of Tofel. You know what the word Tofel means? To combine. Meaning you're going to mix the monies. You're going to mix Maaser money with Hodin monies. Tanya and the we have a bright to support this. Change we just made in the Mishnah. Olot nedarim v'nedavot b'mo'ed ba'ot. Why? Because even Betelel says, there's no reason to bring a korban olat le'gavoah when you don't have to bring it on Yom Tov. However, b'yom tov, enam ba'ot. V'olat le'iyah ba'afidu b'yom tov. Why? Because there's a preference to bring it on day one. Once there's a preference to bring it on day one, I don't care if it's v'gavoah, it's mutar. Uqshehen ba'ukshehi ba'ah. Oh, we change it to Shein Ba'in Enam Ba'in Ela Mina Cholin. Good, and it can only come from Cholin because it is an obligation. Mishamesimcha Ba'in Af Mina Maaser. The Hagigat Yom Tov Rishon Shel Pesach. Betchemay Omrim Mina Cholin Ubetelel Omrim Mina Maaser. So comes the Gemara and asks, My Shina Hagigat Yom Tov Rishon Shel Pesach. Why did you pick the first? Hagiyav Pesach, which means what about Hagiyav Sukkot? What about Hagiyav Shavuot? Mechaurah, every holiday you have to bring a Qurban Hagiyah. Why did you choose to talk about the Hagiyah of the first day of Pesach? Let's give us the answer, Amar Vashay, Hakamash Malan, Hagiyah Hamisha Asar In, Hagiyah Arba Asar Lo. There is a Hagiyah that was worn on the first day of Pesach. But there was also a Hagigah that was brought Erev Pesach. What was this Hagigah that was brought Erev Pesach on the 14th? The law says like this, Korban Pesach was also brought on the 14th. But the Korban Pesach has to be eaten ala soba. 
has to be eaten on a full stomach. Now let's say you have a big habura, a big group, that are all joining on one Qurban Pesach. There's not going to be enough meat to go around to eat it on a full stomach. Which means if you have a few guys on one big animal, they'll eat it and they're going to get full. So they're going to eat the Qurban Pesach on a full stomach. But if it's, a, if it's one Qurban, a lot of members, so they have to supplement it to fill themselves up first, and then... They eat the Qurban. So the deen is they would bring a hagigah on the 14th. The hagigah was actually like the Saudah they would eat during the night of the Seder. And then after they would eat the hagigah, they were, you know, they were full, then they would eat the Qurban Pesah. However, that hagigah is not mandatory. Because, again, if you have a small group, you don't need it. You don't need it. So therefore, the Hadush Mishnah is like this. Hagigat Yom Tov Rishon Shel Pesah. That's an obligation. That's not an obligation. So it's comparing, it's the only hadith that has a hagigah on the first day, but that is the one the day before. So look at that sheet. Hagigah yidalad lo, two lines on the bottom, kilobar. Laachinakat pesach, lefishyesh erev pesach, hagigah erev. Because erev pesach is not a hagigah. Kishayda haburat pesach merubah, when the haburat was big, the group was big, hayum bivin emo hagigah, kedeshye pesach nechal ala soba. The day itself is mandatory. That's to come from holding money. You can even use ma'asir to any money. So the Kabbalah concludes, which means betelel must hold that what? It's not a deoraita law that you have to bring this hagiga. Which means this law of eating Quran Pesach ala soba. It's a mitzvah, but it's midrabbanan. Because if you tell me it's deoraita, uh, so then it's a chobah to bring it. So it's chobah to bring it, so then you have to bring it from holding uh, money. The fact that the Mishnah is giving you an implication, you can bring it from ma'asir money, must be it's not a chobah. Oh, I, I thought it says chobah to eat it uh, ala sova. No, no, it's a mitzvah derabbanan to eat it ala sova. So therefore it's not really obligatory to bring the haigat. You doubt, therefore you can even bring it from... Hulin money. That's why the Mishnah chose the case of Hagigat Yudalid or Hagigat first day of Pesah to compare it to Hagigat of Erev Pesah.